0: My friend, you're listening to The Alchemy of the Human Experience, and I'm Giselle Bome. I'm an intuitive life coach, transpersonal hypnotherapist, and an Afro-Indigenous Bruja. And in this podcast, we talk about all things mind, body, and spirit wellness with a really strong focus on spirit. So if this is your first time here, I want to thank you for being here and welcome you and Give you the space to just get comfortable with this and listen in. And if you're a regular listener, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for coming back again to listen. For either one, whether you're new or not, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications whenever there's a new episode. I personally subscribe to a few of podcasts that I really like. And it feels good when I get the notification that a new episode has been released, and it would be an honor for me if that's the same for you with the alchemy of the human experience. So today is about when you're going through it. And I'm going to be really open and say that in the last six days, I have been going through it. In fact, you might know that on Fridays, I normally record an episode as part of our Friday series. And I didn't this Friday that just passed (laughs) because I was in no place to be able to record anything. I was doing a lot of internal processing. I was doing a lot of external processing. Uh, I was going through it. I am still going through it. The fact is that I'm human, just like you are. We're, we're human, and we have these human experiences, and some of them feel really, really good. And of course, we want the majority of our life to be that, right? And then some of them don't feel that great. They really test you. They really, really require you to self-love, self-care, pour into yourself, do a lot of reflection, let emotions flow. And the thing that you and I have in common is that I know as I was going through and am still going through my human experience and I'm going through it, that you've been there before too. And in fact, you might be going through it right now as well. And if so, there's probably a reason why you're listening, <laughs> because as a collective, we help each other heal. And there's comfort in that, in knowing that we're not alone when we're going through it. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting. <laughs> it's been a flow of up and down emotions, and it felt the first few days like a roller coaster. And so I wanted to talk about What practices are helpful when you are going through it? And I will tell you, thank goodness that I have practices. (laughs) I have, I think about the many years that I would be going through something and I didn't have my practices in place. And I definitely didn't have the level of practices that I have in place now and recently in these last few days i have been like wow i'm so thankful i'm in so much gratitude that i have my practices i'm so much gratitude that i'm so deeply spiritually connected and even with that i was tested in in questioning everything you know and it's good to have a strong foundation is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) It's good to have a foundation. And if you wonder about your foundation, regardless of where you are in your spirituality or your self healing abilities, that's what the alchemy school is for. That's the entire purpose of the alchemy school. It's an array of practices, a variety of practices that are founded on ancestral healing and your own magical self-discoveries that give you that grounding that you need. And also the ability that when you are knocked off your grounding, because that happens, that you know how to get back, you know, that you know how to get back in alignment that you know how to connect back to your spirit, that you have remembrance of how majestic you are, even through that human experience that feels challenging. So with that, let's talk about some of the practices that I can share with you have been incredible, have been so helpful to me as I've been going through it in this last week. So number one is letting myself go through each emotion. The only way that we can let go and release emotions and let them pass is going through them. A lot of times what we want to do instead, especially the ones that don't feel so good, we want to make them go away. And this is where toxic positivity comes in. (laughs) This is when you're told, think positive, you know, like think good thoughts. And there's a place for that. I'm not going to say there's not a place for that. There's definitely a place for that in its right container. But when you're going through it and you're having these emotions that arise, some of them are going to be confusing, some of them are not going to feel so great, some of them are going to make you cry, some of them are going to make you angry, some of them are going to make you sad. When you have those and others, it's the ability to let them come in to embody them, literally like just let them Come in and let them flow through you. If you need to cry, cry. Let all the tears out. And then if that comes back again, do it again. And so is carving out the space for yourself to feel those emotions. I did that a lot in the beginning days of that experience I was having. It was a roller coaster of different emotions, and I let them all go through. I let them all go through. Yeah, there was times when I wanted to say, put my mind somewhere else, but I came back to the truth and knowing that now I need to face that emotion. I need to allow it to enter me and then I need to let it flow through me. And that was worth doing. That was worth doing. Uh, the more you allow them to flow through you, the more they're able to be released. Otherwise, you know what happens? They get stuck in your body. They get stuck in in your, in your psychic. They get stuck in your mind and they don't really go away. They constantly want to present themselves to you and you'll find them coming up later when you think you've passed through this, but you never actually let them go through you. So it's better to just carve the space to let them go through you now and release them through the experience of them. So I encourage you to do that when you're going through it. The second thing that I did was keep a journal by my side all the time. I, my journal and I were attached to each other. We were attached to each other. Now, normally when I'm feeling grounded, I'll journal about once a day. When I was shaken off my grounding, I was journaling several times a day. So, here's the thing with journaling. When you have these thoughts in your mind, they're disorganized. When you're going through it, your thoughts are disorganized. They're they're like a rambled, messy mess <laughs> up there in the brain, in the mind, doing their thing. And it's hard to process from the place of the mind. It's nearly impossible really to process from the place of the mind, especially that jumbled place in the mind. But when you open up your journal and you start writing and you start inquiry questions and you start processing, you start to organize those thoughts. You start to organize those feelings and those sensations. More often than not, you start to give yourself your own process and your own solutions and your own next steps. That comes out through journaling. Not every time is it going to be concluded where you're like, aha, ah, this is what the lesson was. Sometimes you're just putting it all on paper. And even if at the end, you don't have a meaning for what that is, you have still organized those thoughts so much better than if you kept them rolling around in your mind. So I encourage you to get that journal, get that pen, and carry it with you. If you're in your living room, bring it down and bring it to the living room. When you go to bed, bring it to to your bedside. In the last few days, I remember one night I woke up at around 3 a.m. and I was journaling at 3 a.m., And then I was journaling again at 6 a.m. when I woke up and throughout the day. And I journaled this morning twice. And I'll continue journaling as I get back into my rooting and back into my grounding. It is so healing. being in stillness is another way uh, that i bring myself back to my grounding when i'm going through it and i've been doing a lot of that in the last week and being in stillness as you know you've heard me say this so many times that building being in stillness is is literally another form or is a form of meditation i just know that meditation can be really overwhelming sometimes i've known people where it can bring anxiety to them. And then other times it just feels like, how do, I, how do I meditate? And so I like to use the word instead, being in stillness. Being in stillness, which I've done so much in the last few days, is where I just get myself into a comfortable position. Most of the time I'm lying down and then I start, I bring back all of my energy. I call all of my energy back into my body because usually with all the thoughts and all the things and all the feelings and all the emotions, all my energy is just out of my body. And so I bring it back into my body. And then I would get, I begin to regulate my breathing. And so I just do conscious breathing or I just regulate it. I let it flow. And then for me, I do a lot of visual visualization when I'm in my stillness. My favorite thing is to place myself somewhere in nature, in my stillness. So think of this as daydreaming about being in a nature place, sometimes a real nature place, sometimes a place that I create in my mind. And then I just, I'm just there. If no messages come through, that's fine but I was still. If I'm just in my thoughts and my emotions and in my feelings and allowing that space to let them flow, that's fine too. But I make sure when I'm going through it, that I'm also allowing the time to be in stillness. And as I flow through the days, I find that my moments of stillness produce more wisdom, more inner guidance along with the other things that I do in my practices when I'm going through it. Another thing that I do when I'm going through it, and at times this might not be like this situation, it wasn't the first few days, because again, when, when you're deeply going through it and you've been knocked off your course and your grounding, everything feels like a a whirlwind of all these emotions. And so I spend the first few days just processing that and I find because I do that, that It doesn't take long before I start to realize, okay, now it's time to love myself. Now it's time to give to myself. Now it's time for the self-care practices. And let me tell you, (laughs) knowing that doesn't mean that I'm motivated to do that. So it's not like I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get out of my house and do the thing don't wait for the motivation, okay? Don't wait for the motivation. When you know that it's time to pour into yourself by doing the self-care, by actually taking the actions to do the things that pour into you, you might not always have the motivation. That's okay. Do it anyway. So um, I wanted to pour into myself and I wanted to give to myself and I wanted to do some self-care. And so for me, what that looked like for this case was I wanted to go and buy a new surfboard, one that my son and I could share. And then I wanted to go to the beach and I wanted to listen to the ocean, not get in the water. I just wanted to be in his presence. No, I was not motivated to do Either one of those, the day that I decided that's when I would do it, I wanted to instead lay in my sofa under a cover. Don't wait for the motivation that kept popping up in my mind. It's not going to come. The motivation's not going to come. You just do it anyway. So while I was on a call with a friend and we were talking, I almost tricked myself. And I was like, you know what? While I'm on the phone with my friend, I'm just going to autopilot, get in my car and start driving to the surf shop. And that's what I did. (laughs) And next thing you know, I'm at the surf shop. I told my friend, I'll call you back. I'm here. I bought the board. And then I was already out. So I drove to the beach. I walked to the shore. I lifted up my leggings, took off my shoes, and I just let the water run through my feet. And I cried some, and I talked to the ocean, and I listened and i felt a little bit more alive it was all worth it it was it was the beginning steps of pouring into myself in my way of self care your way of self care might be completely different tap into what your way of self healing care is and i encourage you to make one of those nature explore somehow how nature can also be healing to you Finally, when I'm going through it, I realize that even when it doesn't feel good, there's a learning in there. Now, I'm not necessarily trying to find the learning in the first few days when it's feeling like, you know, I'm not in there going, what is the learning? But I find that through my practices, the learning starts to emerge. And that is what I seek. I believe that life gives us conflicts as a way to help us come back to our wisdom, come back to our wholeness. With that knowing, I wait out the lesson. I wait out for the learning to emerge. And I can tell you, it has. It has emerged. And the lesson that I received through this, through going through this, is one that life has tried to teach me more than once, but I wasn't ready. And now I'm ready. And so, what's happened through my practices is I've gone from a place of really just falling off my grounding, knocked out (laughs) on the ground, to bringing myself back up and grounding myself again. And now, excitement, intrigueness. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to now take the actions that I'm going to be doing to teach myself what this time of my life presented to me. And I'm excited about it. So I hope that was helpful to you. Again, when we're going through it, it's not easy. It's not easy. And that's, that's okay. (laughs) But you can use practices to get yourself through it, get yourself through it. And I can tell you that when I used to go through things and I didn't have practices, I would be in them for so much longer, for so much longer, unnecessarily so. Whereas when I have my practices and I put them into place, I'm able to process so much easier, so much better than I had in the past. Again, if you're in need of some support or you'd like to learn more, more practices, there are over 25 learnings to be had in the Alchemy School, and you receive new ones every month, as well as personal support in our monthly call. So take a look and see if it's for you. Thank you once again for listening in. If this was helpful to you or any of the previous episodes were helpful to you, I would love for you to leave a five-star review. That way other people can find the alchemy of the human experience. I look forward to talking to you soon. Be well.